It's Rugby Rantabrand, episode 192. Hi Sheddies, it's me, Eddie Stevens. I'm in my shed. The time, believe it or not, and I don't know why you would accuse me of lying this early on in the podcast, is 10.49pm, that's my time, on a Tuesday night. And it's too late, and I don't want to do this, but I'm doing it. That's got to count for something, right? Um, I've had a few things going on over the last couple of days. First, I achieved uh, ego death last night, and I'll get into that in a minute. Um, and then today, I, bec- I um, managed to channel the powers of rage into a killer workout. So it's kind of interesting, it's sort of the flip sides of the, the yin and the yang of life. On the one hand... I destroyed my ego and I got into this very hippy-dippy bullshit, oh my god, I'm so gay kind of vibe. And then on the other side, I became fucking furious and wanted to destroy the earth and became superhuman as a result of it. Am I making sense? I hope so. I'm tired. Um, But basically, let me tell you something. Let me bitch for a second. Um... I've been failing at everything lately, like more so than you usual. Okay, um, I feel like my podcast gets a little bit less attention. Uh, my every venture, every little thing on social media that I've tried has been getting very little feedback. I started my rugby. Wait, I I re um, focused my energies on my rugby rant banter YouTube channel. And uh, about a week ago, I spent a considerable amount of time making a video. I stayed up late, uh, put a lot of time and effort into it, and basically got nothing, no feedback, no, like, at first at least, no likes, no comments, no new subscribers. It was kind of pretty bloody uh, disappointing. Um, I haven't been doing much stand-up lately. If you've not listened to me before, I used to do a lot of stand-up and I was getting somewhere with it, but I kind of put it on the back burner. Um, but I decided recently, and you, if you've been following and listening, if you're a real sheddy, a hardcore sheddy, um, you know that I have been putting a bit more into it. I've been coming out with these podcasts once a week, which is incredible. Designed mugs, which I still haven't ordered. But the reason for that is I don't feel like it's really like, what am I going to do? I'm going to order these mugs and give them away. And it cost me money. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do it, but it's like I don't see myself able to make a lot of money or any money really from it at this stage. So I've been less motivated to do it, which may be selfish of me. I'm sorry. I'll do it. I'm about to do it because everything's changing for me and I'll get into that. But um, I did decide, in fact, the day that I worked on that video that I released on my YouTube channel, I did decide that. I'm going to really put everything into this now. Not that it's necessary. I don't know if Rugby Ranta Banter, a rugby podcast, can ever become huge. I don't know if it's good enough. I don't know if it if the need is there, that the want is there for it. I just don't know, and I just don't care. I, mean, I do care, obviously. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing it. But um, what the fuck was I saying? My uh, my ADHD just kicked in. Plus, I'm bloody tired. Basically regardless of whether or not there is a <laughs> regardless of whether or not there's desire for it 
I have decided to really invest all my time and energy into building this thing and maybe branching off into other some other stuff. I'm not going to go into too many details at this point. And as a result, because I'm focusing more on this, I think it would make sense for me to get back into stand-up more. So I'm going to perform more stand-up. Okay. Now, when the uh, first YouTube video did really badly, it kind of... Um, it made me do a thing I always do. I don't know if you're guilty of this. You're probably not. One of my biggest problems in life is that when something goes wrong for me, even if it's a small thing, I completely self-destruct. Um, if I try something and I'm either not good at it or it just doesn't work out for some reason, I have two things that go on in my head. One is my ego kicks in and my ego is like furious and very protective of me. And it goes, fuck those people, fuck, the, you know, whatever it is, whether it's people arguing with me, disagreeing with me about something, whether it's an audience and open mic that don't seem to be into my stand-up, which sometimes happens, whatever it is, it's like, fuck those pieces of shit, fuck them, you're better than them, they're nothing, they're worthless, they're fucking irrelevant, right? And then I have another side of me, which is, well, I have another little voice in my head. Not literally. That would make me some kind of raging psychopath. But the, the, I call it the devil, and we all have it in us. And it's just the voice, really, it's just self-doubt. And it's the voice in your head that goes, maybe you're just a fucking loser. Maybe you can't do it. In fact, you can't do it, can you? You limp-dicked little bitch. And we like to tell that voice to shut up, but sometimes it's hard. So typically, when something goes wrong for me, so, for example, if I invest a lot of time into – it doesn't even need to be a big thing. Like, it doesn't even need to be a YouTube video. It could just be a comment on social media just a little, or a little Instagram post. If nobody responds to it, I tend to spiral into this weird – it, it, it fucks with my ego. And that's the bottom line is I realize I've got a real ego problem, okay? And when that YouTube video – failed abysmal, abysmally to get any real traction or attention. Not that I expected a lot, but you know what I mean. I kind of had this weird realization that if I'm going to do this, and I'm going to focus on it, stuff like that is going to happen. It's inevitable. And I need to become comfortable with that. I need to not give a shit about it. And just, and just it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to quit or you're going to keep going? So I decided I'm just going to fucking work at it. And whether or not anyone responds to what I'm doing is kind of irrelevant at this stage, right? So I went to an open mic last night for the first time in a long time. I don't really like doing open mics, and I'll tell you why. When I started out in stand-up about 15 years ago, um, I did a lot of open mics, a lot and they're pretty fucking miserable. Many times you'll go to an open mic, there's about 10 people there, and they're all other comics that are performing, and they're not really going to listen to your stuff. They just want that you. They just want their material to be listened to. It's really stupid, but that's the way it tends to go. Um, sometimes there's 20 people there, um, and, and it depends on the crowd. I have noticed that comedy, like the, the local comics in Albuquerque, where I live, where I perform, are not, are a not as good as they used to be. The new, there's like a new crowd since lockdowns. A lot of people quit or moved, and there's a bunch of new comics, and they're less talented than the ones that were there before, and they have bigger egos. It's kind of horrible. Um, 
So you go and do an open mic and it's a bunch of fucking weirdos that aren't funny, but they also don't seem to like what you do. You have to, the reason open mics are so shit is you kind of, you need a real crowd, not just a bunch of uh, um, delusional comics, open mic comics who think they're headliners, right? So I've been like, well, I'll just do real shows and have real a real audience so I can get a real response. But I haven't been getting booked as much because these new comics are the ones booking the shows now. So I was like, well, I better get out there. I better do some open mics. And to be honest with you, kind of interested in uh, going out there and not getting a good response so I can see how my ego responds to it. Like, what I kind of went to this open mic last night with this attitude of, I'm going to see if I can just just i, I kind of want it to be a really rough room i'm going to try out some new shit that may or not may or may not be good and if it goes wrong that's kind of good because i kind of want to just sort of stew in my own filth if that makes sense just sit there in my filth and see how comfortable i can be with it because it's something i've struggled with like you would think everybody thinks oh if you do stand up comedy you must be used to bombing because everyone bombs sometimes you must be comfortable with that and you can't take it too personally otherwise you'd never be able to last well guess what i did i don't bomb often or at least i didn't (laughs) and um i take it really personally every time and i just told you that weird ego problem where my ego recoils in horror and then lashes out at everyone has happened every time i've had a bad set i'm not one of those guys that can go up and bomb and kind of laugh at the situation and be like, oh, well, I'm, it's good for me, you know, and be philosophical about it. No, I tend to leave, go, fuck those people. I hope they all die. And I hope that the venue burns down. I'm in fact, fuck everyone and everything. And I'm maybe I'll never do stand up again. That's kind of how I act. But this time I was, last night was different. I was reinvigorated and I'm like, I kind of hope that I have a hard time so I can test out my new, um, healthier ego. Well, guess what? I had a really one of the worst sets I've ever had. And I and I didn't um handle it the way I wanted to. I actually found my ego was very much still alive there and it got really, really upset. Really upset. And I was there with a friend of mine and I asked her, I was like, because I was one of the first comics that I was I went up second, which by the way is part of the problem. It's much harder when you go up earlier. Um but my initial feeling was, oh my God, that was terrible. And fuck all of them. They're going to be judging me, but I'm better than them. And fucking all this shit, right? And I said to my friend, how long till you go on? Because I felt like I needed to be there to listen to her set. She goes, I'm not up for another six comics. And that's half an hour. And I was like, fucking hell. I felt embarrassed to be in there. I didn't want anyone looking at me. So I said, I'll be right back. And I left with the full intention of getting in my car, driving home and ignoring her texts, maybe blocking her and never speaking to her again. (laughs) That's how I felt. And then I walked around the block, found my car and went, wait a minute, what am I actually pissed off about? I'm less pissed off with how the set went because that's irrelevant. It It wasn't like it was material I was really proud of. It wasn't like it was a room that, like a real audience. It was something I knew could happen. And it's something I kind of wanted to happen. So what went wrong? And I was like, I realized that what I was upset about was my reaction. What I was upset about is that I allowed that to 
my ego to make me feel like shit. And you know what I did? I went back inside. I sat down. And for a while there, I was really uncomfortable because I had my ego was still freaking out. I was still looking around and seeing these other comics and thinking, fuck you. I'm don't you dare judge me. Like I'm better than that. And you're not better than me. And all this stuff. Right. And I basically, basically decided to let my ego throw a tantrum and I just ignored it. And then after a short while, not only did basically my, 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 uh, almost said my orgasm, my ego went, I did not orgasm from this. My ego went, ah, fuck this shit. And I suck my dick. And I went, Tough luck. Tough luck. That's the way it is. What are you going to do? That's just the way it is. And my ego just went, ah, fucking fine, whatever. Right? And I found myself sitting there feeling fucking damn close to, um, I can't think what the word is because of my ADHD, but almost um, blissfully, uh, it was like I'd had some kind of spiritual orgasm. I felt fucking incredible and pure peace, pure happiness, just not caring. It was irrelevant what anyone thought. And I left um, I left the open mic and I went to my girlfriend's house and I beat the shit out of her. I'm just kidding. And um, actually, we had a big argument, but then we resolved it. And I felt like Jesus. You know what I mean? I felt fucking great. And I, I've maintained that. I've So this is a new Eddie Stevens. I'm still, don't, don't worry, I'm still going to have all sorts of problems. And you can still um, uh, listen to my to the, 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 the chaos and the nightmare of my existence and feel better about your own life. That's all going to still be the case. But the good news is I'm more likely to get shit done that I say I'm going to get done, like my, uh, my coffee cups, my t-shirts, my... Uh, YouTube shit, all of that, because I'm not going to be um, thwarted by the uh, this disgusting monster of an ego that lives inside of me. That was a really long intro and slightly annoying, and probably uh, probably annoyed you. Probably didn't. Really, you probably don't even believe me, do you? You probably think I'm having some kind of fucking mental breakdown, and you think I'm turning into some kind of. I'm going to start claiming to be the, the son of God or something. No, no, no. Listen, I'll make this absolutely clear. I'm not the son of God. I mean, I am in a sense because we all are. Okay. But, um, whatever. What was I going to say about that? Oh, the fucking, I don't, we don't have time for this, do we? Um, remind me if you can next week to talk about, uh, the huge, uh, Instagram beef I had with a guy called Mike Dolce, who is a, um, kind of like a fitness guru, a retired MMA fighter who is now like a personal trainer and very, very positive. And you can do it. Go get it. Um, but he's also a massive, I found out, a massive fucking twat um, and completely delusional. Um, and basically a um, just a bullshit artist. And I knew it for a little while. I said I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'll just briefly explain this. He uh, talks about fitness and he tells you uh, this is what this is how you get in shape and this is and no excuses. He's one of those kind of guys and he's like, look at me and he's like fifty or something and he's somehow way more jacked than he was in his twenties and even thirty, right? Uh, like 
doesn't even look like the same person because he's on a fucking ton of steroids. But he never says that. And that's one thing I always had a bit of a problem with when he would say he'd give all this advice and I just wanted to add on the end of it and also take steroids because it's so obvious. Um, but now it turns out it's, he's not just a bit of a... I wouldn't say it makes him a hypocrite because it's not like he says don't take steroids, but he's disingenuous and he's a bit of a bit of a bullshit artist. But also... If you don't agree with him, uh, well, he's rich and you're not, therefore you're wrong and he's cleverer than you. It's very, he's a very Trump-like person. And maybe you like that kind of thing, but I personally don't. Um, fuck's sake, it's Rugby Rants Banter, episode 192. Let's go. managed to achieve ego death last night i might be worried about your reaction to that intro i might be worried that you found that boring and then i would have had to listen to it and check it and maybe delete it and do it all over again but because i don't give a fucking shit anymore that's what you got that's what you listen to but now let's t- let's talk about rugby okay um what the fuck Oh yeah, sorry about that. I I felt like I had a little segue. I was supposed to say something about how I would have been embarrassed by um before ego death, I would have been embarrassed by that intro perhaps. But oh, as the Italians would say, embarazzo. That's Italian for embarrassed. Um speaking of Italian embarrassment, that was supposed to be the segue and and I fucked it up. I don't care because this is actually quite dangerous. What if, if you really don't give a fuck what anyone thinks the quality of your podcast is going to suffer, isn't it? I still care about the quality of the podcast. In fact, don't listen to this. Let's delete it. No, let's carry on. Speaking of Italian, of Italian embarrassment, embarazzo, what a fucking pile of shit that was from Italy against New Zealand. And yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course, credit to New Zealand. They were incredible. They were really, really fucking good. But losing by 90-odd points, what was it? I can't remember. 90-something points they lost by. That would have been embarrassing in the 90s when Italy were a joke. They're supposed to be really good. They're supposed to – this was supposed to be the most formidable, competent – people were actually saying – I actually saw a uh, tweet or an Instagram post or some bullshit where they were saying – there was a, there was some kind of meme, I think, and the implication of the meme was that the All Blacks might be a bit nervous this time playing the Italians. And yet, was that a record? Did they beat them by a record amount? They must have done. It was fucking humiliating. It was worse. I watched it and I was thinking, that was way worse. Uh, hang on one second. Uh, one of my dogs is scratching at the door. Hey, shut the fuck up! Okay. Um... <clears throat> What was I saying? Uh, it was a way worse situation. The, the the Italian team, the performance that they that they fucking shit out on the on the pitch against New Zealand. That was a they're in a worse situation than Australia right now. Like Eddie Jones is getting tons of shit, and for good reason. And Australia are in a really bad place, obviously. But 
the media and the fans have been going crazy about Australia and about Eddie Jones. The media and the fans should be absolutely fucking crucifying the Italians for that fucking hot mess. That was awful. Awful. Oh, my God. I, 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 I'm not going to say any more about it. You can't lose by that many points. And you know what? I was listening to um, Egg Chaser's podcast yesterday, and uh, Tim Cocker said, what did he say? He said something about, um, who's their, Ioani, um, is it? Their winger? Their Italian winger, Ioani? Um, scored a try and celebrated like he just won the World Cup when they were base when they were already down by I don't know how many points ninety points whatever it was how Im- how embarazzo you know and that's what I always say Americans love the All Blacks by the way it's something that gets on my fucking nerves I was just thinking that uh, even my girlfriend I said to her. Obviously, you can't support the U.S. in this World Cup because they're not good enough to be there. And you have to support England, otherwise I'll kill you. So who's your second favorite team in this uh, tournament? She instantly, without even hesitating, said, the All Blacks. And all Americans, like, any, uh, even Americans who know very, if they know, if they know just a tiny bit about rugby, they know about the All Blacks. It's really weird. They'll be like... Oh, you play, You like rugby? You got to, oh, that's cool, man. I don't know much about rugby, uh, but I know it's uh, kind of like a blend of football, soccer, and uh, robotics, and and uh, fine dining. And they'll be like, I, I, what about the, uh, I know about the All Blacks. They do that dance, you know? Um, I find it really annoying. I don't know why I find it irritating that they all know about the All Blacks, and they'll always mention them. It's like, Whatever. Um, I've got bigger fish to fry, though. I've been dealing with more South Africans, more South African fans. They just cannot win with any sense of grace. They can't do it. They can't do it. They beat Tonga 40-something to whatever, and they still complained. They complained constantly. They were complaining. I got into some uh, Twitter beef with some South African fans who were complaining about how Evan Etzebeth nearly got a red card. He didn't get one. He got a yellow. And they, what they, were, they were complaining that the referee wanted to give him a red. But then the TMO disagreed. And then they decided it was just a yellow. In other words, they literally got the outcome they wanted due to competent officiating and communicating amongst the officials the way it's supposed to be. And they still want to complain about it. Oh, my God. The poor, poor world champions. That's all I can think every time. It's like, oh, God. And by the way, I got I got this thing now where every time I get into it with them, I accuse them of um, being poor sportsmen, bad losers, and uh, conspiracy theorists that thinks there's some kind of global agenda against the Springboks. And by the way, in my experience, 99% of uh, South African fans do believe this. They'll say... They'll be like, I don't think there's a global agenda. I'm not para- I'm not a conspiracy theorist. And I'll be like, do you think that South Africans get treated unfairly? Do you think that Razzy Erasmus was right when he said that the Springboks always seem to be officiated, um, held to a higher standard and, and punished more than other teams? And they always say yes. And it's like, yeah, you're fucking mental. Also, did you accuse Nick White of being racist? fucking idiots i know there's some really great south africans out there but these these uh 
these fans are just I, all I can think of is it, it must be like because uh, rugby is the South African national sport, right? And football is the national sport in England. And from what I've heard, I don't really interact with English football fans, but I've heard that they're really bloody awful. And there's a lot of like just like, sort of scum of the earth, um, low class shit fucks out there on social media talking about football in England. Maybe South Africa, it's the same thing. That would kind of make sense, actually, wouldn't it? Um, what else? Um, was there any other good rugby on? Fiji almost lost to bloody uh, Georgia, didn't they? I don't know. I, I watched all the rugby, but... You know, oh, yeah, of course. I was in... Um, I was up in the mountains... Uh, visiting uh, my girlfriend's aunt and uncle for some reason. And there was like no Wi-Fi, no signal whatsoever. I could not watch any of the rugby. I had to wait. I couldn't communicate with anyone for like 24 hours. Um, and then I came back and I had to, to watch or cram all the rugby into like one or two days. It was really hard. So I don't remember it that well. But I watched Scotland spank whoever they spanked. I can't remember, but... You know what? Ireland versus Scotland is coming up, and that's going to be the biggest game of the weekend. And you know, what? I still, I still think Scotland could fuck Ireland up. I don't think they will. In fact, even as I said it now, no, I don't think they will. Ireland, I'm sure, will win. They just have that belief, and they have the they have the goods to back it up. And Scotland play very exciting rugby. It's why I enjoy watching them. Um, and they're so exciting when they it's really when they have Finn Russell playing and he's able to get some control over the game they just they're just such a delicious attacking force aren't they and they've got some i hate to say this i hate this word it's so goddamn scottish but they've got some canny players especially in their backline Darcy Graham is a fuck i love Darcy Graham he's a fucking dynamo he is just so bloody fast and explosive and he's really well balanced he's the kind of player who by the way he's kind he's exactly the kind of player i love and i think would be great i'd love to have a player like that in the english team we need a player like that we do have some players similar like adam radwan is sort of around that level he's got the speed maybe he's a bit faster than darcy graham full speed um, I think Darcy Graham is probably a bit more. Sorry, I'm scratching my cheek and the microphone's getting away. I think Darcy Graham might be a bit more um, balanced and, and um, for that reason, might be a bit more dangerous in attack. Um, but um, Darcy Graham is the kind of player who, if he was English, would just never get picked because they'd say he's too small, wouldn't they? I mean, that's what people say. If I say Darcy Graham, oh, I love it. Darcy Graham is so fast. People just say he's too small. And it's like, well, he's not too small, is he? Because I remember him playing against England and fucking doing a number on us. It's all about pros and cons, right? You can't just look at someone and go, I am going to judge my, I am going to judge my, uh, my, uh, what the fuck? My <laughs> fucking hell, sorry. I am going to judge my evaluation of this player on the statistics. Please uh, enter the statistics. Wait. <clears throat> Too small. No, you can't. It's like uh, little Harry Randall running with his candle. Are you going to take his candle away because he's small? 
I've started to make no sense because I'm so tired. I'm literally starting to fall asleep. Let me re- let, let me let me try and let me try and finish this fucking podcast. Um, well, let's move on. What about England, our beloved England? Well, we didn't bloody play, did we? But our next opponents, Samoa, they did play and they lost to Japan, who we've already beaten. Now that doesn't mean that we'll win, but and look, I don't want to give us the shyest touch. But you know, for some reason, I'm just not that worried about Samoa. They haven't impressed me much in a, in a while. Like, we really should beat them. I'm very confident we'll beat them. And I don't think it'll be a big problem for us. And then, who do we play in the quarterfinals? Is it Fiji? Most likely Fiji, right? Do you know what? I'm not worried about them either now. Because, I'll tell you why. I'm not worried about Fiji because they already beat us. And I think just the fact that they beat us, and they didn't beat us by much. People like saying they kicked the shit out of us. They didn't. We played like one of it's one of the worst England performances I've ever seen, and they managed to get a, a small win over us. I think that is going to inspire us, and we'll be fired up because of that. We will want revenge, and also Fiji have looked flaky. They nearly lost to Georgia. God, do you know what? That being said, it's just like when I said Scotland. I could see Scotland beating Ireland. My my uh, my brain ran the numbers, ran all the statistics and shit, and came back with the answer that actually it's not going to happen. The thing with Fiji is, I've said it before, every single player pretty much in that team is like a world-class athlete. When you look at their physical skill, physical abilities, it's like, how the fuck can anyone beat them? If they're really firing, it's going to be bloody hard. Shit, we cannot lose to Fiji in the quarterfinal. Well, you know what, chill out, we got Sim- Samoa first. And then we'll deal with the bloody Fijians. Who I'm starting to resent, if I'm honest with you, because everyone loves them so fucking much. Anyway, I'm wrapping it up there. I know this was a short podcast, um, but uh, that's just the way it is. Sorry about the uh, bloody annoying ego death, like, oh, hippie-dippy bullshit. Oh, wonderful. Eddie's, uh, Eddie's achieved ego death, and now he's becoming one with the universe. Oh, my God, you want to taste my homemade kombucha? Sorry about that shit. Um, sorry about the weird little thing I just did then, too. That was annoying as well. How annoying. Also, I'm getting stuffy. Like, my nose is stuffy, and my, I'm starting to sound a bit weird. My allergies. Um, do me a favor, for fuck's sake. Follow me on Twitter, at Eddie Stevens, with an extra S at the end. Follow me on Instagram, at Eddie Stevens Massive. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Rugby Ranta Banter. Okay? If you want to, you can follow me on TikTok, although I don't recommend it, at EddieStevens0. And uh, stay tuned. If you go onto my YouTube channel, I'm going to have to come out with a, up with a video tomorrow. I just got a new lapel microphone, which should allow me to do a better job of it. Isn't that cool? All right. I'll see you next time, and uh, thanks. I love you. Yo